What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the One Broke Actress Podcast, an honest account of actor life plus a few lessons I learned in the process. I am your host, Sam Valentine, and I am so excited to bring you episode 11 of season three. And we are going to be doing things a little bit differently in this episode. If you guys remember, way back in June, we recorded an episode with five graduating seniors from Missouri State University, all planning to go different directions, to take their acting career in different ways. And I am so excited because we are doing a six-month check-in with them today. So if you haven't listened to that first episode, it is linked in the show notes to this episode. It is called the Becoming a Working Actor episode. Today, first you're going to hear from a group of three of our actors. There's going to be a little bit of a break, and then you're going to hear from the last two. We had to do two separate Zoom meetings because you guys know life is just crazy right now. Just a heads up, my computer lost its ever-loving mind, and it did not utilize my microphone for the sound for these podcasts. So the sound is a little bit off on my end. Please be forgiving of that today, and just understand that the context of these episodes are really, really good. What I want you to listen for is the different journeys these actors have taken, how they are checking their creative boxes, and also taking care of their home, their finances, their own lives right now post-school. They share a lot of things that are different than what they imagined, things about the collegiate structure that they missed that they didn't realize they were going to miss, and ways that they are planning on taking their actor careers to the next level in the coming months. So without further ado, please enjoy Sierra, Zach, Dung, Aline, and Emma. Today, I am so excited because one of our most popular episodes of last year was Becoming a Working Actor, where I interviewed five graduating students from Missouri State University who had taken the Working Actor Workshop their senior year as they graduated and went on to whatever happens after structured university life. So we are going to do a check-in today. This is going to be very casual. This is about six months after we had our talk, which is crazy to think about. Uh, and um, this is going to be in bits and pieces because we had a couple people who could make one of the chats. There's going to be another chat mixed in. So um, you guys, I'm so excited to check in and see where our actors are, how they're feeling, how everyone is. Today in this group, I have Dung and Zach and Sierra Hi, guys. Thank you so much for coming back. Hi. You can talk. Hello, hello. <laughs> it's a podcast. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so, so much for taking this time. Um, I would love if we could just go around and reintroduce ourselves and kind of say where you are coming from today. All right. Hello, everybody. This is Zach Greer. I am coming to you live from Columbia, Missouri, so not too terribly far away from Missouri State. Um, and I am currently, I, I think I mentioned it in the last podcast, but, you know, funny you mentioned leaving Structured University Life. I went right back into it. I am working at Stevens College. I am on staff here. Um, and it has been such a fun time these last few months. And I'm, I'm here for the full year. And I'm very much looking forward to kind of talking a bit about that coming up and, and how that has helped me kind of find the next coming steps after this. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for taking the time from Missouri. Uh, Dung, do you want to see, does your audio work? Are we good? Yes. Can Yay. you hear me? Yay. Awesome. It's my janky headphones. Awesome. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Dung. It's like Dung Beetle, but without the beetle. Um, I'm currently um, residing in Glendale, California. Um, don't really know what else to say, but yeah. Perfect. That's what I needed. Uh, and Sierra, hi. 
Hey, hello. Um, I'm Sierra, and I'm actually still in Springfield. Uh, I actually currently work at a bank. Um, it has been wild, um, but I'm super excited to tell you guys about it. I, I am. This is exactly, okay, this is super fun because I think that there's a picturesque idea of like, I graduated from an acting school and now I'm going to go out and book jobs in a big town. And it's like, but also there's a lot of other paths and like routes that you take to getting to wherever it is that you choose to want to go. And I think that this is a lovely continuation of that. And also to show that like time is a flat circle and nothing actually matters. So I will, I will in turn here that I, when I graduated college, I was on the similar track as Dung. I moved to LA like as soon as I possibly could. And then I sat in Los Angeles and I was like, I'm ready. Where's my jobs? <laughs> well, what do I do? Okay. I'm just eating oatmeal and peanut butter. <laughs> I'm so bored. <laughs> so, so uh, there's just like a thousand ways to go about living your life. And also people's just, it's so fun to see where people take their performance degrees and what aspect. So um, Zach, you went back into the learning school system. Tell, tell us how you ended up doing that. Yeah, so um, I had an audition with Updas last year, and you know, due to COVID, it was all virtual. So they sent out our initial audition videos to any of the theater companies that were still going to be having a summer stock season. And I got a call back for Okaboji Theater, which is kind of similar to Tent Theater with Missouri State. It is directly associated with Stevens College. And ended up taking a different position with Tent Theater, ironically, this last summer. But then they told me that they had a potential offer for a year-long position at Stevens. And essentially, we are kind of... Um, so Stevens is an all-female uh, institution. And so they brought in five male-identifying actors to essentially perform the male roles in the shows that they're doing, along with helping out in the scene shop with props, costumes, all that stuff, and helping out in class when they need it. So partnering in dance, um, helping out with scene studies, you know, male and female identifying actor scenes, different things like that. So it's, it's kind of been an amazing opportunity to have almost a second go at it, but also kind of be on the faculty side and sit in on some of those meetings. And, and it's, it's, it's reassuring to hear very similar things that we were all taught at Missouri State. Um, so either we're all correct or we're all wrong together. So I'm not <laughs> entirely sure, but I, I'd like to lean with the, uh, the previous. I think we're all correct together. Um, so yeah, I, that just happened to come out of my UPTA audition last year. And I'm incredibly fortunate that they have welcomed me and the four other guys here with open arms. Uh, and, and kind of a fun little plug for Stevens College. They are branching off from the college and they're starting a conservatory program next year. So that's kind of a large part of the reason that uh, the five guys, as we call ourselves, that's kind of the big reason we're here just to kind of see how men being on campus that aren't full faculty, just to kind of see how that would fare with all the female identifying students here. Um, and, and it's been a blast so far. It, I'm so very fortunate to have found this. This is so fun. Do you feel like theater has always drawn you in more than maybe film and TV? Where do you stand with that? See, I would say it's kind of 50-50. And, you know, especially coming out of 
coming out of college, getting the degree, and 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 I think a large part of it was also just the pandemic and kind of that general sense of bleh about everything. I was kind of like, all right, I need some time to just kind of chill. And, and I had a nice month and a half or so this summer where I got to just kind of not really do anything. I went home with my family, which was wonderful to kind of recharge. Um, and, and I would say the, the passion is still definitely theater, but, but film is a, a, a large part of that as well. Hey, what's it like having a regular paycheck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's not too bad. I, I have a couple other side jobs as well, but you know, we're, we're making it work. I'm, I'm door dashing quite a bit. So if you're... <laughs> Wait, this is great though, because I think there's an assumption that like you only have multiple jobs if you're like in a certain place in like a big city or something. So it's like, tell me about having multiple jobs while you're on faculty at a school. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's interesting, especially when the, the most popular hours to order food are always the times I'm in class or I'm in rehearsal at night. So, you know, I'll, I'll get out of rehearsal at 10 or 11 at night and I might be DoorDash until one or two in the morning taking stuff to other drunk college kids. Um, but, but yeah, and, and I'm also, you know, kind of speaking of that, I'm looking at next semester, hopefully getting a job either at Planet Fitness or there's a couple, um, kind of brunch diners in town, hopefully getting some more money there as well. Uh, I love that you're honest about that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's yeah, true. Money, it's true. Money is, the hustle is, yeah. yeah, the hustle is real no matter like what zone of the business you're in. I think it's- Oh, absolutely. Very fueling. Do you feel actorally fulfilled right now? I, honestly, I, I do. And, and I am so fortunate to be saying that. Yeah, I, I have been- we actually, this last weekend, we just opened our production of a show called A Small Town Christmas, which is a brand new musical that uh, the creative team from New York came out to stage it here. And it is the sweetest show. It is very Christmas, feel good, family friendly. It's it's an absolute blast. Um, and and yeah, it, it's, it, it really kind of has felt like a second go at things, especially because our last year and a half was all virtual. So we are in class, you know, with masks, you know, double mask, hand sanitizer, all that good stuff. But getting able to take dance classes and just getting to perform again has been absolutely amazing. And I've really appreciated it more than I would say in college when, you know, almost took it for granted a little bit, you know? No, totally. It's, it's very different when it's, uh, I feel like something you're earning versus an opportunity you, I don't want to say purchased, but you know, you paid to be in school, right? So, but yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Awesome. I'm so glad yeah. you're here. Um, <laughs> Sierra, why don't you tell me a little bit about where you are, how things are going and kind of what's changed for you? Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm still in Springfield. Um, and I actually, over the summer, I was working the same job. I used to work at Petco and it was the same job that I was working throughout school. And I was kind of looking for other opportunities, but not really. I actually had a couple of vacations planned. And so I was like, okay, I don't really want a new job because I know I'm going to have to take two weeks off all this stuff. Um, and this bank job kind of fell in my lap. Um, my family, has been in banking for a long, or my grandfather has been in banking for a long time. And I have a family friend who is also still in banking. And 
there has been a lot of openings of jobs lately. Um, and I, it was like a significant pay raise. And so I was like, well, I'm still on my lease in Springfield, so I might as well apply. Like, I mean, why not make more money? Um, and have a uh, federal holidays off paid. Cause that's fun. <laughs> that's um, that is great. <laughs> and so honestly, I, I wasn't sure how I would like the bank to begin with. Um, I'm also, I, when I came out of school, I also signed with an agency in Kansas city, um, because I was kind of like, why not? Um, so I am signed to I and I in Kansas city. Um, I get a few things from them. Um, I haven't done a ton of work for them. I part of it's just regional excuse me, regional work anyway, there's, I mean, at least from what I'm seeing of I and I, I don't know exactly, you know, they send me stuff that's good for me and not for everyone else. So there might be other, you know, other things going out that I'm not seeing, but, um, there hasn't been a time come my way, which it is what it is. Uh, so I've been kind of doing that on the side. I've been taking some voice lessons and stuff like I've been doing for a long time, but then I, my, my full job, my full-time job, I work 40 hours a week at the bank actually. Um, and it's been really interesting. Um, I learned and am still learning so much. Uh, I had no idea. Like I would consider myself to be a fairly intelligent person. And I knew some things about banking and like, you know, how to run a checking account and that like, you know, credit cards can be evil, but also you probably need one, that kind of thing. But like, everything you're saying is stuff that was not taught in school. So go on. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. I just like, they sat me down to, um, like train literally the first week because you train for 12 weeks and I was so overwhelmed. I literally went out, like, I have never in my life, like been so overwhelmed that I like had to take a step back and like go home and cry. But I literally went home and cried because I was so overwhelmed. Cause I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I don't have a degree in this. I don't, I have no idea what I'm doing. And they were super, super like, it'll be fine. Like we wouldn't have hired you if we didn't think it was going to you know, work out. Like my manager's amazing. My team's amazing. Um, super nice people, but like, yeah, I have learned a significant amount about banking, but I've also learned a lot about myself because banking is, while it's super useful and it might be something that I could go back to as like, you know, a re like a, if I needed a full-time job or I needed a consistent paycheck. Cause I will say banking is a nice paycheck. Um, at least especially here in Missouri. Uh, I, it has kind of helped me realize that like, okay, yeah, this is not exactly where I want to be for my entire life. Like this is not something I could see myself doing. Um, and I kind of needed that because when I came out of college, I honestly was just like, so like, I had no idea. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know where I wanted to go, where I wanted to move, how I wanted to proceed. And this job has not only helped me just learn things about my life and how I can handle finances, but also what I want to be as a person and where I want to go next. Um, so I'm really thankful for it. And I actually do really enjoy it, <laughs> but I'm probably going to, you know, spend my lease out and then we'll see from there. I mean, I think there's something magical in coming out of a, something like a university setting and then putting yourself into some, another setting that's like very structured for you in a way and figuring out what it is you like from those scenarios and like, you guys are so young and like, this should be the push to be like, where do you want to go after college? Go live your entire life there for the rest of forever. Like it's so dumb. And also like you can cherry pick things you like from all of these things, all of you guys can and take them with you and be like, I like regular hours or I like 
holidays off or, you know what I mean? And then incorporate that into your life from now on. And it's just magical that you guys are just doing that in such a lovely way and being so open about it. I'm very curious if there's anything you've learned about finances that, that you would like to share with the audience. (laughs) Oh my goodness. There's so many things like, (laughs) um, honestly, I feel like maybe it's where I've come from and my parents and how they do their finances. But I will say that credit is so important. Uh, It's so important because I can not tell you how many times people come in for loans and things. And really they have plenty of money. They have lots of money, but their credit's not good. So we decline them. And like, it's so important to have more money than you think too. Um, and retirement, like there are times that I literally go home from work and I'm so stressed out because there are elderly folk that have a fixed income and don't have hardly any money. Like it makes me about sick to think about it. It stresses me out so much. Um, and so it's also like really put in perspective for me, like, you know, in college you're like, Oh yeah, I can be broke my whole life. It'll be fine. But then I like kind of see these people that have been broke their whole life. And like, are literally 85 and still have to have a job and like, still have to like, and like, you know, if something happens, like they, something emergent happens or they don't live in their own house or things like that, like things happen. And it just like about makes me sick because then they have to pull out a loan at like literally 88 years old, which is like so stressful for me. And so like, like it literally like makes me like, I get so stressed out about it. And like, I almost can't do it at work. That's also one of the reasons why I probably can't make it in banking, but yeah. <laughs> it's because like, there are people that just like run me out so much. And like, just the, I'm, I'm always one of those people that I'm like, it's fine. You'll make more money. Spend it. Like I'm, I'm literally planned like several road trips. Like I've gone on several vacations. Like I love to see the world. I love to do all kinds of things, but I'm also like, okay, you also have to take a step back and like really put in perspective of like, what happens when I am 70? Like what happens? And I had never thought of that obviously, because, you know, here I am 22 years old. Like, why would I think about what my finances are going to look like when I'm 75, but seeing these people, even in Springfield, Missouri, where it's relatively cheap to live, like it just about makes me sick. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is not where I want to be. This is not something that I could, you know, I just, you have to pay attention to it. And it just like stresses me out to not like even sitting here thinking about it, I just like, I'm like flustered. Cause I'm like, Oh, I can think yeah. of like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's so, you know, I just mentioned, it's so funny. You say that I mentioned on Instagram today about getting an IRA, um, yes. telling actors to, because no one told me that I was like, well, I'm in SAG, like I'll get pension when I'm older, but it's like, uh, mm, what, uh sure. I don't know. And I don't know how much it's going to be. And I don't want to like go to bed thinking about that at night. So I just want everyone to like, take it into their own hands. And if you can learn that at 22, you are going to be so good. Like, I wish I would have started putting money in an IRA when I was 22, even if it was 20 bucks. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so real. And especially in, you know, coming from a creative perspective, we often do think of things as like, money will find me when Mercury is not in retrograde. Like, I will find my way. You know, you're, everyone on the screen is laughing because you know what I'm saying? Like, I will, <laughs> money and I, we will have a cohesive relationship. And it's like, yeah, but like, where did you put it? Like, is it in the box under the bed? Is it on your mattress? Is it at the bank? Like, where's your money? Uh, so I think that's a beautiful thing to learn. Like, that's something you can take with you for the rest of your life and will empower you for forever. That's amazing. How do you feel as a creative in this space? Do you feel like 
<clears throat> there's places you want to improve on? Do you feel like there's things that you've brought to your life that can fill your creative box? Like actorally, like I asked Zach, how do you feel? Um, there are a few auditions that I get to like, everything is still fairly digital. Um, I don't know if you're experiencing that there. I'm sure you probably are, but for me, a lot of things have been very digital. Um, hundred percent. And I'm honestly, yeah, 100%. I'm not going to lie. Not super fulfilled as far as an actor goes. Um, I've kind of also taken a step back and been like, okay, I need to evaluate what I want to do, how I want to proceed and stuff. Cause I'm fairly analytical, um, yeah. which is strong. Um, but I also, um, my sister is still in high school and my mom is a theater teacher. Um, so I've kind of gotten some creative things out with her. Uh, like they just did SpongeBob the musical and like I had fun, like, yeah, it was amazing by the way. Uh, but, um, just like seeing that and then like helping them and like being excited for them. Like I'm taking, I'm helping them go to, um, the Kansas state thespian festival and doing stuff like that. But I also like, I still need it within me. And I also, I'm also have been really missing my roots as far as like the stage goes. Cause I've done so much on film that I'm kind of like, I really want to get back on the stage because it's been a long, been a long time. The last show I did was, in, was Oppenheimer in 2019. Um, and so I'm like, I just really want to, I want to find that again. And like, I want to find that passion again. Not that I don't have it and I know it's within me, but like the passion of the stage and like being somebody else for a little while in a healthy way. Yeah. I, I think it also doesn't get said often enough how there are phases to every single life cycle. And sometimes we put the creative away so that we can put money in the bank. And sometimes, sometimes they match up. Sometimes your creativity is flowing and you're getting to do things that like check your boxes. And also you get paid for it, which is rad. But then sometimes you're also getting through life and there'll be stages, you know, we're all going to lose someone at some point and we might have to put that box away for a while. And it's like, you know, if we have a shelf of our life, like we're going to take things off and put things on at different points. Yeah. I will say one last thing. Um, and I just wanted to say that I also like, I'm a very creative person, but I also like, it sounds maybe very hippie, but I like to admire the beauty in things. Um, and that also satiates my creative personality. And I've been on several road trips. Um, I've taken a road trip on route 66 all the way. And then I went all the way through Montana back to Missouri. And then I'm planning another one out to Pismo beach, California. And then I've also traveled twice since then. Um, and I am also scuba certified. Uh, and I absolutely love, yeah, yeah. I absolutely love the ocean. And so that also like satiates a lot of creativity in me because also, if you guys, anybody gets the chance to scuba to get scuba certified, do it. It is absolutely amazing. It is probably the best thing I've ever done because I went to Mexico and I don't, well, I'm actually certified, but then I went to Mexico and I went on vacation and dove. I like was like literally crying because I was like, this is so beautiful. Like I saw the biggest, like the biggest female sea turtle and she was just like sleeping on the ocean floor. It was just so beautiful. I'm just like, oh my God. So that also like satiates my creativity a little bit um, because it's just, the absolute beauty that you know this earth and you know america has to offer and the ocean itself so yeah finding ways like that is also awesome i think that's amazing i think that's a really lovely reminder that you know i get caught up in the la circle of like my creativity is my bookings and my auditions and it's like that didn't it didn't start from there and so it should return somewhere else that's a lovely reminder thank you very much mm -hmm. dung all right. Fresh from Glendale. It's yes. cold today. How are you doing? 
I know, I know. I woke up this morning. I was like, okay, maybe I should, you know, kind of put on a sweater or whatever. Um, no, I am doing great. And I just want to say I'm loving what I'm hearing and it's like really feeding me. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm doing good in Glendale. Um, I moved, I think like maybe two months after graduating. Um, taking the time to yeah really you know do the research and but there's only really so much research you can do in like finding a place in LA you know and so you just kind of go in blindly at first yeah um yeah short leases right (laughs) yep exactly um but funny thing is I couldn't find um a lot of short leases so I have um found you know just one studio apartment that I was like okay you know what I'm just gonna stick with this the price is within my budget let me just go for it um, and that's what I ended up doing. And uh, I drove three days <laughs> from Missouri to California. Um, and Just like Sierra's road trip, you too yeah, found a road trip. <laughs> of course. I will probably won't ever do that again. But yeah, it was, it was <laughs> such an interesting drive. But um, nevertheless, uh, I'm so glad that um, I'm here um, in California because I've always, you know, dreamt of living here and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'm here and uh, I'm doing a thing. <laughs> How's the uh, LA side jobs? How's work? Like what's where with those? Yes. Um, when I first uh, came out here, I immediately got um, two part-time jobs um, while I was also working uh, internships. So I was kind of working seven days a week. So um, it became a lot. Um, and, you know, me, I thought I could handle it. I was like, you know what, this is, this is fine. I got this, you know. Um, two months in, I was so burned out. Um, I was exhausted, you know, my feet, there's just still some bruises that just never went away. Um, and I just found myself just forgetting why I came here in the first place, you know? And, you know, it's really funny to say like that two months in already, you know? Um, but I, I kind of like kept, you know, trying to think like, okay, but like, how do I balance this anxiety for finances with my um, creative outlet wanting to um, really, you know, be productive and um, be uh, the hardworking actor that I know that I am, you know? And so I was just trying to navigate that balance um, for a bit. And then I ended up quitting one of the part-time jobs. Um, and then I ended up renegotiating um, my internship uh, contract. Um, and after, you know, I take some things out of my plate, it was awesome. I had time to read a book. I had time to go to the beach because I haven't been to the beach since uh, I came out um, here. And I thought that was such an amazing experience. And I just got to experience, you know, a lot of things for the first time, do things by myself for the first time. um, Because I was always the type of person who always done things with people. Um, not really by myself. I don't know why, but um, went to the movie theaters, got the AMC, you know, stub pass or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, love movies. And I haven't been since, you know, Miss Rona came along. And so um, just wanted to see how, you know, 
that might have been, you know, going by myself and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, it's the the side jobs, internship, it became a lot. And now that I know that um, I'm doing a lot less of, you know, putting in hours and stuff like that. Um, but not going to lie, you know, that kind of worried me a little bit, you know, um, losing that, you know, portion of income and stuff like that. Um, but I'm still navigating that. But yeah. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a give and take and there's always more side jobs, right. That you can oh, yeah. on when you <laughs> will find five tomorrow. Uh, tell me where you're at, uh, acting wise. Cause you made the move with uh, a manager already. Is that correct? Yes. Just a quick interruption to let you guys know that the working actor workshops for 2022 are officially open for registration. That means you can register now for a workshop that takes place in March, in June, or in October. All registration dates are listed and are open at onebrokeactress.com workshops. If you guys are new here, the Working Actor Workshop is intended to bridge the gap between your acting skills, deciding you want to act, thinking this is something you want to do, and actually working in a major market. We cover financing and side jobs, pursuing acting, getting reps, networking and relationships, having a life outside of the business, and of course, everyone's favorite, branding and headshots. This class is a two-day Zoom class each and every time it is held. It also includes bonus workshops with every single class. I am so freaking excited to open it up this time for next year because you can register now for a date in the future and you can join the payment plan and start paying it off now. So instead of paying the cost all at once, you can pay it off over four months at a time. And I made sure that the payment plan and the full price cost are the exact same. So that way there is no discrepancy between someone who wants to utilize a payment plan and pay it off slowly or someone who wants to pay for it all at once. This was really important to me because I know actor finances are all across the board. In fact, it's something we talk about a lot in the workshop. So if this is something you guys are interested in, I would sign up now. The workshops are definitely going to sell out. Just a heads up, the dates are pre-listed. In case something happens, let's say, cross your fingers, I book something. You will be invited. A slot will be opened up for you in the following workshop. So even if you can't accommodate the one that comes after, I will make sure you get access to a workshop one way or another, no matter what. So go ahead and get registered now, guys. OneBrokeActress.com slash workshops. I am so freaking excited to see you soon. I moved with a manager already. Um, I signed with my manager around in April. Um, and then I and then I actually recently just got signed with a commercial agent. So that's exciting. Yeah. Um, and so actory wise, you know, I haven't gotten a whole lot of auditions. I've gotten like here and there type of auditions, um, which just makes sense, you know, because I just got here. Um, and, you know, on the other side of, you know, just actory stuff from, I guess, just doing the work uh, from home and stuff like that. Um I haven't had the time, as you know, I was working two part-time jobs in that internship. I just didn't have enough time to take a class or, um, you know, do things that I wanted to do or whatever. Um, and so I ended up uh, taking, after, you know, um, taking the part-time off and the internship edited, ended, and I started taking a class um, with uh, CB Acting Studios. Um, it's a script analysis class. And I thought like, oh my gosh, you know, let's go back to the basics and um, let's see if this can kind of like 
rejuvenate or, you know, bring back up the fire. Um, and it did, you know, and I, I love taking the class and, you know, it just made me um, really appreciate the work, you know, and I didn't do, I didn't have that before really. I just kind of in a university setting, I could just kind of done it for getting the grade in, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So um, never really appreciated the the work that it kind of goes into it. And so um, that class kind of like made me think about things in a new way. And um, I really love that. Um, and, you know, on the flip side too, like um, I want to be like completely honest, you know, um, it's the, I think while I was balancing that, I was also balancing the the um, voice in my head, you know? Uh, already, I've been so hard on myself, you know? Talk to me. Yeah, to I've me. been so hard on myself. I'm like, okay, you're taking this class, but why aren't you doing this? You know, you could be doing this or that, you know? You just took headshots, you know? Make sure you remember to upload them on your sites, you know? Um, and stuff like that. and. I don't know. I just became like nagging on myself. Like, Hey, why aren't you doing this? You should be doing this. You know, you need to be watching TV and da, 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 and you know, um, stuff like that. And the, um, the I should be doing more. Voice. Yes. Yes. I should Which be doing not more. special to large market cities. Like every person yeah. on this call feels that I should be doing yes. more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I know every time that I've, I've tried I just never really have the motivation because I always, you know, work, I come home, I'm tired. I just want to relax. So then I just end up passively watching TV. Um, and that's kind of been the cycle, you know, um, of like every day. Um, and then I find little peaks of like, oh my gosh, you know, um, this is exciting. I'm, I'm really inspired by this performance. And, you know, um, let me just do some research of like this, this uh, show, the showrunners, the directors and whatnot. Um, but that's only like, you know, in peaks, you know? And so it's really interesting trying to navigate that voice too, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, it's so interesting. And, you know, my, my time here, as you said, is not the picturistic way of people thinking, oh, I just graduated, I'm moving to LA, and here I am doing the thing, here's an Instagram post of, oh my god, I just got signed, you know, um, but like, yeah, behind the camera, it's like, okay, well, you know, you've been eating out, you know, every single day, uh, you should be saving that money to take <laughs> classes, you know, that type of thing. And so, um, well, yeah, it's true, just, if you add up those moments of like the highlight reel, that's yeah. like a total of like 45 minutes over the course of like six months. Yes. So it's like, what were you doing for the rest of the minutes? Like exactly, nobody's partying for the rest of the minutes. Also, I want to tell you something. I don't think anybody's going to tell you the people you're meeting right now in your side jobs and doing those things. There's construction. Do you guys hear that? Um, <laughs> the people you are meeting right now are the people in 10 years who are also going to come up with you. Like, that's something that I think you all should know. Like the people you're making friends with right now, the people at your side jobs, the students, you know, somebody who comes in for a fucking bank loan. Like those are people who are making an impact for you, who you are going to make an impact on them. You're just all like early twenties right now, but one day you're all going to be like late thirties, early forties, and you're going to have big kid jobs. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that's like, that's, it's just the, the test of time. And it, so it feels like you're not doing anything by going to work, but I swear to God, you are building the foundations of your lives. Like I, and I'm, I'm speaking this from like a 33 year old perspective. Not how old I, am. I forget all the time. Yeah. 33. Um, after 31, you guys, it just, just doesn't matter. Um, but I, I, I think that no one's telling you appropriately that, like, I wish someone in my twenties had been like, it's okay that you're just going to work and getting by for a while. Like you're also building relationships. You just don't really realize it yet. Yeah. And that's what I had to keep telling myself. It's that like, Hey, this is not a sprint. You don't have to, you know, brush anything, take your time. You know, I literally have never been to the OC yet. And I, I, you know, I was like, okay, well, there's a lot of great food in the OC, you know, and stuff like that. And just those little things of like those little moments of like, Hey, acting is not your life. You know, you know, you still have a life outside of acting, you know that. Right. And so, um, yeah, I, I talk to myself all the time, but, um, I, I have to remind myself of that because I am again, so hard on myself, you know, um, and it's also like the the idea of, you know, um, not only not doing enough, but also like disappointing your reps. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I've just recently, actually last night, <laughs> um, I was having a shower thought because um, I was listening to your recent podcast uh, episode in the shower. Um, the and jealousy in comparison. Yes. Yes. That's the nice. one. Um, yeah. Good. And I was just having the thought of like, you know, like um, you find enjoyment in other things than acting, you know? So and if you can't really, you know, embellish in that, you can't really show up in the room or a virtual room for this matter, you know? And so I had to really kind of just like Sierra, take a step back and like kind of think about, hey, right now we're in a question mark and we just need to take a step back and look at the entire question mark you know, and really analyze it because like, you know, how you were talking about, you, you know, you journal and you kind of like go into detail and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, that's so smart. You know, let me try that, you know, with, you know, how I'm feeling and stuff like that. Um, and I kind of just did that in my head a little bit. And I was like, you know what? I think that it's because I'm not happy outside of acting. Therefore, I feel not happy with myself and my productivity productivity with my actory stuff, you know? And so, yeah, and there's just a lot of that going on. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to be totally honest with that because I think there is an idea of just like, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm taking this class, I'm taking this class, I'm meeting this person, I'm meeting that person and stuff like that, you know? Um, Yeah. I mean, I want to thank you for being honest because it's so, it's we don't always get props for being like, this isn't easy and I'm struggling Mm -hmm. or like, I don't have all the answers. And I, I would love, I know a couple of you have to um, roll out pretty soon. I would love to kind of go around and talk to you guys about, I would love for you to tell me one, something that we anticipated six months ago that is different than how you thought it would be. And two, kind of what your goals are for the next six months. I would be very curious and Sierra, I'm going to start with you because I know you have to head into work soon. So what's very different than how you thought it was going to be last time we talked and where do you want to be next summer when we chat again? 
And this could be any phase of your life. So what was completely different is I think, um, honestly, just the day-to-day life. Like I genuinely thought that like, and maybe this is just me being, you know, an actor that wants to believe in everything and like an artist that just wants to believe in everything, you know, magical, but just the day-to-day of, okay, well, I got up this morning and I got my free tea from Casey's and I walked my dog and now I'm at work on my lunch break and then I'm going to go home and I'm going to walk my dog and I'm going to eat dinner. Like, you know, and um, a little more monotonous than we had anticipated. Exactly. And just the days, um, running into each other because I've been very much of a person that I'm like, okay, I want to make every day count. I want to make every day count. And, you know, in college, it was actually a little easier to do that because I could make lasting memories, whether it be with friends or in a class, like I can make a breakthrough. I could go see a show. I could go. You're also given goalposts in college, whereas in life, you have to give yourself your own. Exactly. And I've, yeah, I've had to kind of struggle with that. Like, um, I'm working on a project for my mom. I'm, um, I'm so excited. I'm actually, uh, applying her for an award, a very, very large award. And, um, I like, that's going to be my goalpost is like, I I'm just like super excited for stuff like that. And I've had to like give myself projects and things to work on like that. Um, or I just sit back and I'm like, why is it December? I don't even know what the date is. December 6th. Why is it December 6th? And I've worked at a bank for like six months now, almost five months now. I'm like, what? (laughs) So just stuff like that. Um, I, my plans are, I don't have like a solid plan, obviously, because, you know, I, that was shot to shit, like, you know, a long time ago, that was, that was a done for, <laughs> but, um, I, my roommate, his name is Levi. He's like my best friend. He actually moved to California and he just up and moved. And I was like, I admire that. Like he just applied for a job and moved. And I'm like, I really admire that. And I don't see why I can't do that. So I'm going to finish out our lease here in Springfield, um, in May. And I am going to apply for jobs all over. I don't, whatever interests me, wherever it's at, I don't care. And pretty much whatever sticks is where I'm going to hopefully land. Um, yeah, I entered for a company in Texas. Um, I anticipate maybe going back there. Uh, but other than that, I'm just going to apply and see where we go. That is thrilling. I'm very excited for you. Thank you for saying something. I think that is very cool about the monotony of life. I think we, we, what the, once we get out of somebody else's structure, which we forget how great it is. Um, once we're uh, in it, <laughs> we forget that it's really nice when other people set up your day to day. Creating your own goals, it kind of tends to. It's funny how often we forget that, like the boring is the part that like makes change. Like we, if people think it's like I'm going to uphill my schedule and turn it into this, and I'm going to this is going to be my new life. But it's like eventually that schedule also becomes monotonous. And it's just kind of a part of life to like find the spark sometimes yourself, but also like I live what a lot of people think is like a very lovely life. And like, I also get up in the morning and walk my dogs and make coffee. And then I, before I know it, it's lunch. And then before I know it, it's nighttime. And then I get up again the next day. So like everyone's living in some level of that monotony. They're just like trying to figure out like what the next thing is. And I'm really excited to see where you go next. Um, Zach. Please tell me what is different than what you're going to be. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, first of all, I know that this is a podcast for everyone else that's going to be listening, but it is so good to see y'all's faces. I have missed you guys so much. And like Sierra said, it is 
God, it's just so nice catching up. And I, I love all of you with my entire heart. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the biggest thing that has been different than what I was anticipated, Dung kind of really hit on it earlier, is finding ways to fulfill myself outside of acting and, you know, the, the creative aspect and, and truly, you know, finding stuff to fill my stretches of free time where I'm not at work, where I'm not, you know, doing something. And, and that, you, you know, in, in college, it could be like, Hey, what are you doing right now? Do you want to go catch a movie? Do you want to hang out? Do you want to just exist in a room together on our phones and have such and such TV show on the background? Um, and, and, you know, I, I have found myself, it, I, I don't admit it often enough how much I truly miss that. And, you know, e even in those moments, cause kind of like Sierra said, I, I try so much to make every day count and really, you know, grab onto those memories. But, you know, e even when I'm trying my hardest to, you know, still, I'm a very sentimental, very nostalgic person, but looking back, it's like, God, that's. Th those those were so great just to be able to you know drive a few blocks and you know there's my favorite people um so so that that has been different um this is also you know this this job is the first time in my life where i came into something completely blind i knew nobody here um even even at missouri state i went in with my best friend from high school and we we're roommates together and we went through the program together. So I, you know, at the very least I would have him at the end of the day. And, and I kind of came in blind. So that was very different. Um, but also on the opposite end of that, um, it's, it, it's been amazing. The four other guys who do the same job that I do, I have created such a bond with them that I absolutely wasn't expecting. They are salt of the earth. They are wonderful human beings. And I'm so, so grateful to have met them and, and to have that friendship. So, so that was different in, in a more positive way than I was expecting. Um, and, and yeah, in, in regard to the future, you know, the next six months, I kind of like Sierra said, any plans have, have gone out the window. They've just been, you know, shot to shit in this world. Um, I, I, I would love to travel around wherever the work is for a while. Um, I, I am excited. I, I do have a few auditions coming up for different regional places. So um, I'm hoping to, you know, maybe, maybe get some work there and, and, you know, maybe travel around, see the country for a while. Um, and I've, I've, I've been talking a lot with, some faculty and and guest artists that we've had here about um you know the the way the industry is looking right now especially in terms of theater and new york um and and, and sam you you would kind of mention that you know you know we're we're young in our early 20s kind of out there that you know sometimes just existing is okay and and it's in it's absolutely wonderful to hear that they're saying the same type of things you know you're you're, you're not going to be you know winning a tony oscar doing booking all this type of stuff and right away you know that's that's crazy <laughs> so it's it's refreshing to hear that and and also one thing that this kind of 
reminded me of is just how how exciting it is to to have that in front of us and and that's something that at the end of the day I do kind of have to hold on to and and it is hard it is very hard you know especially still being in Missouri I love her but Missouri oh she has her problems she's crazy Um, (laughs) (laughs) but you know I'm I am I'm excited to see wherever this takes me. I, I don't have a set plan. And, you know, as, as much as I may try, I, I think I am someone who more or less flies by the seat of my pants a lot. <laughs> so if, if I have a job here, I'll go here. Or if I have a job there, I'll go there. Um, but also doing that work, saving up the money, making those connections. And, and at the end of the day, that, that's what I'm most grateful for about this position is getting to make those connections here um, and and continue on with the training on on a different level and and yeah just just be, being able to exist comfortably for a little while and and kind of have time to map out a few potential areas that's awesome my dog sir barking at the construction now because double whammies exist in podcasting um, I think that's beautiful. God, it's so, this is so fun to talk to you guys. I also, uh, for anyone listening, I want to like, like asterisks, like the lovely amount of privilege we all have on this phone call to talk about going places and seeing things and following jobs. Like, you know, we all come from different backgrounds and we all like are in charge of our finances in different ways, but I always like to like asterisks, the privilege of like anyone who's able to travel and move around in life is like huge. So thank you guys for being so, so honest about everything. Um, Done. What's what's different than what you yes. imagined? Can oh, you tell me where you're Okay. Well, I definitely had different expectations for what this might look like. Um, I definitely had this whew, huge ego back in college and thinking that I would come out here and get so many auditions and maybe like book one project that I could brag about for like a whole, you know, two months. Um, and, you know, came here, crickets, but, you know, we, we found out, uh, you know, kind of flip side, you know, a, a different thing that kind of like surprised me is that, um, well, I work as a server at this pho restaurant and, um, the kitchen <laughs> really only knows Vietnamese. And um, I guess just working through there, I kind of just rekindled a little appreciation for my own culture. Um, and so, cause yeah, I had a little disconnect with my own culture um, just for personal reasons and just working with them kind of like reignited that a little bit. And so uh, I started taking Vietnamese classes. Um, so yeah. Cool. I know. And uh, because I, you know, I love working with them and I wanted to make sure that, you know, like I could communicate with them and like share what what my story is and hear what their stories are and stuff like that. And so, and, you know, and uh, they, they're so nice and like, they bring in like these like Vietnamese traditional cuisines and I'm like, whoa, I've never had that before. And they're like, oh, really? We eat this like every day. And um, 
you know, just reconnecting with that. So that's a little uh, surprising thing that I, I kind of found um, after, you know, moving here and stuff like that. Um, but in terms of like goal setting and goal posts and stuff like that, I kind of the same similar thing. Like I don't really have anything set in stone, but I really do want to have things that I want to try out um, in terms of like figure out what I like and don't like, like, do I like routine or do I not like routine, you know? Um, because I kind of just went with my work schedule, you know, um, just kind of uh, going by that type of schedule. But I wonder what would it be like, you know, if I woke up every single day, set them out on time, maybe if I worked out in the morning and then, you know, go to work or whatever, um, you know, see what that feels like, you know, I'm so fan. I'm a big fan of playing with yeah yeah stuff. <laughs> exactly so I just kind of want to spend a good amount of time trial and error trial and error try to trying things out seeing what I like seeing what sticks you know um, what I like what I don't like um and I have I do I will say um I do have a goal of volunteering at um any type of shelter because I I visited my cousin for Thanksgiving and she has three cats and I about combusted um so I I want I just need furry friends around so um yeah so that's I guess one goal set in stone but no yeah um nothing really in terms of like actory stuff just more of hey what is LA dung like versus Missouri dung you know yes Yes. I th I'm a big fan of just being curious. And I feel like you guys all have that innate sense of just curiosity, which is something that I find a lot of creatives have and is sometimes snuffed out of them if they get, uh, hmm, I don't want to say like instantly successful, but probably that. Like, I feel like a lot of people who instantly find success in Hollywood, they're like, well, this is the way it works because this is how it worked for me. And it's like, but what if you just fudge the margins? Like, what if you did this? What if you did that? And I think that's, Sometimes people turn that into a physical thing quite often. I think a lot of, especially like men will shave a beard or grow a beard or like women will dye their hair. Like, and I think it's just, Zach, you have a great beard. It looks fantastic. Um, I think, you know, the innate curiosity in creatives is just, uh, is really fun to play with. And when you have that uh, openness to do so, like do it, man. And it's so fun to see you guys, because when we talked, I met you guys initially, like as seniors and you, I feel like we talked in the like working actor workshop. And one of my biggest points was like, this is a long game. Let's set you up for success and enjoyment and like not getting scammed and like having your finances in order and all of these things. And it's so fun to watch everyone take the bits and pieces that they did in their different ways. And just to watch you guys like go about your lives. Cause I don't, I don't know you guys, but I feel like I know you and it's just, I'm, I'm so on board for the different journeys that you all have. Thank you so much for having us. This was so, so amazing. Much. Yeah. Um, thank you, Sam. Thank you. All right. So this is part two of our catch up episode with our becoming a working actor crew. So I am here with Emma and Aileen. Aileen, wait, I fucked it up again. What is it? <laughs> it's Aileen, but literally Aileen. no sweat. I did this last time. One day I'll get it. Allie. Love it. I'll get it. Uh, so ladies, um, basically we chatted with the other crew and we kind of checked in to see where we're at. So Allie, why don't you go first and just tell us where you are right now and kind of what your day-to-day -day life is. 
Love. Okay. Uh, right now I'm in Atlanta. And last time we talked, I was still in Springfield, you know, kicking it. But now I'm officially back in Atlanta, a day in the life for me, you know, I'm just working at Lululemon, doing auditions, living the life. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. How long have you been in Atlanta now? Because that's where your um, family is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think like a month-ish. Yeah. Okay, great. Cool. Yeah. And how's it going like actor-y wise? What's what's going on in that department for you? Um, I am feeling really good. You know, there's quiet times, not so quiet times randomly, but you know, things have been great. I kind of had a big success this week. I had my third audition from a casting director. So that was like a really big success in my mind. So I'm really celebrating that. But yeah, you know, just auditioning for things. I've got a chemistry read this week. So I'm just really pumped. Things are going well. And I'm just trying to stay positive, get into that Atlanta market. And, you know, yeah. Yes. Okay. This makes me so happy that you count that as a win to have multiple <laughs> yeah. auditions from the same casting director. Because it took me a long time to learn as that as a victory. Um, totally. So that's really cool. Thanks. I love that. Emma, where <laughs> are you? What's going on for you? Yeah. So I'm in LA. I'm on my... Um, in LA, my fourth or fifth month here. Let's see, I moved in August and I spray tan people during the day, which has been really interesting. Um, I absolutely love it because I get to work with a good group of girls. It's been like my base community of like friends, like first moving out here. And then I've met some really cool clients as well. And then I've been taking classes at Groundlings online and I've been loving that and yeah, doing auditions as well. And, you know, just getting my feet on the ground here and I've had a really smooth transition. So I've been really lucky. Uh, That's amazing. Also, I want your information about spray tanning. (laughs) It sounds so cool. (laughs) I need to hear all about this. Oh, it's Um, so fun. I honestly, I love it. Like I've never loved a money job so much in my life. <laughs> phenomenal. Phenomenal. That's longevity. And that's all already your community, right? Which is really lovely. Um, I'm curious for both of you, how, how did you find your way into those positions monetary wise? I found mine through MSU alumni, like girls that have, they live in New York now, but also lived out in LA and they're like, you would love it. Like this has been really good for me as an actor. So like, uh, like, interview and see if you get it. And then I did. And they were right. I absolutely love it. So I've been really lucky. That's so great for me. I was like born and raised in Atlanta. So I kind of have a community growing up. But a lot of the people I went to school with here have moved away and gone on to other things. So for me, when I first came here, I was working at Starbucks, but I wasn't really getting that community that I needed or the stability in terms of being able to balance like my actor life and the work life. So I wanted to find something that was more like good vibes you know when I'm at work I feel chill I feel happy so uh, I actually connected with somebody who I don't even remember knowing but knew me when I was a baby and she was like I work at Lulu I want you to work here and I was like okay so I just applied I almost said auditions (laughs) I I applied and went through the interview process and I just had my first week last week and I'm in love with it phenomenal I mean you guys know I'm a huge fan of loving your money jobs so I'm so happy for you both this is rad uh I also think it's really nice to think of networking beyond just like what can you do for my acting career it's like also like getting me settled in my new home and 
what grocery store do you guys go to? Like those type of things. It's so, so nice. I mean, Emma, come on. How many like grocery stores do you have by you right now to pick from? So many. Erewhon just opened up and I was like, what is this? Like, this is the most bizarre thing to me. Don't go unless you enjoy buying $50 camel's milk. I just don't know if it's- it's I, my (laughs) jaw, I went in just like to look around and my jaw was on the floor. The prices, I was- in awe but then I felt pressured to buy something so I got like $20 cauliflower like it was but it was good it was good but yeah, like true, I, true. I know I won't go in because it's it's, it's, it's a scene right yeah. like it's like going to a restaurant like it's a, it's a scene in, in yeah, the area. are you in, are you in Glendale I'm in um Studio City okay great cool 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 how did you find that location Um, I was able to come out in April. Well, I spent some summers here as well. And then I came out in April with my dad and he was like, you know, wanted me in a safe area. So we took um, some looks at different areas. And then I was like, okay, if I get this job with Sugared and Bronzed, I want to be close to work Um, in Studio City and Sherman Oaks and Burbank were kind of like my top choices. So that's how I landed in Studio City. I can literally walk to work which is incredible. You're at the Sugared and Bronzed? Yes. That's my favorite. I've been a member for like four years. It's literally the best. I'm literally going there tomorrow. Oh, I might see you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's hilarious. Okay, we'll have to talk about that. So, okay, so I'm curious what has been different for you guys from when we talked, which now is six months ago, which is crazy to think about, that what is different from you in your lives than you kind of anticipated it being? Okay, I will, I will lead this one. I've got an actory thing and I've got a, just a human person thing. Love it. To start with a human person thing, Emma and I had this conversation the other night. And in college, you know, we're in classes and doing the showcases with all the same groups of people. So we all see each other all the time. We're talking. And, you know, when you graduate college, you're like, I wonder how many of these people are actually going to be in my circle, like outside of just college and like, who's really like that quality friend or all these just like quantity friends. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like the people that really want to be there in the long run. And it's just been really interesting to see that kind of like just ease into play. It wasn't anything. It wasn't uh, fabricated at all. It just was like the people who care and want to be there are there. And then the people who aren't, aren't. And that's okay. Like, there's no shade about that. It's just, it's really interesting to see that and to really find your forever friends leaving college. It's been kind of an oddly beautiful process that I was not expecting. I love that. I think you'll also find too, that it will change as you roll through your career. Like if you end up working in LA for a little while, you might like reconnect with some people from LA. Like there's, you know, it's funny how it all kind of rolls out. So I do think it's, it's such an interesting ride and it does kind of just happen. I feel like sometimes we think we have to decide who we're going to be friends with. Yeah. It just happens. It's no, no, nothing false about it. Just all of a sudden it is. That's so interesting. And you're right. Like, because I know Emma going to LA, she's reconnecting with some of the people who were like my bigs in the program. And that has caused us to reconnect in a way. And so it's really interesting to see how those circles all come together. And in terms of actory, this is something that kind of took me off guard a little bit. Everyone always talks about like, oh, when you leave college, you're going to miss always being in class. You're going to miss the class and stuff like that. And for me, I'm like, yeah, but like, I'll just take an acting class, but it's not that easy. It's really not that easy because for me, I was in Springfield for a while because I was filming a movie and I was like, I don't know when I'm going to be back in Atlanta because I'm just waiting for this movie to be done. And with the pandemic, you know, things 
people get sick. We have to procrastinate filming. It's like a whole thing. So I didn't know when I was going to be back. So I can't commit to a class. You know what I'm saying? And I want to go in person because I want to start establishing that community, networking, meeting my people. So I'm having to wait and wait. And I finally just got signed up for a class. But I mean, starting January, I'll finally be in acting classes again, which for me is the first time I could really commit to being able to be my full self there every day because my schedule has been so up in the air until now, which I think I was not really realizing until I experienced it. Yeah, there's something to be said. We talked about this with the other group too, about how we forget when we're in structure, how nice it is to be given structure. Like we forget it's very nice to have someone be like, you can pick one of these three classes, not one of these 700. And also you're paying out of pocket for each of them. So good luck making them work in your schedule. Like it's very nice to find your own uh Uh, rhythms, but it's hard to do that when you first start out. And I also want to applaud you for just both of you for finding classes because I didn't take classes for the longest time until after I had moved to Los Angeles, because I was like, I have a degree. I'm an actor already. Like come at me. And I didn't realize the, the incredible power of finding people and learning a new skill and delving into different areas. And so good on you both for already accomplishing that like far and beyond. And also there's something really nice in finding uh, yourself in a class when you're ready for it. Sometimes we do rush into, I need to check this actor box. I need to have this thing done. I need to like be fulfilling. And this, we talked in the other group too about this, like creativity can come in different ways and you can check your actor box in different ways. It doesn't always have to be in class. So um, that's super great that you were able to take the time to find the place for you. Thanks. Yeah. It's huge. Emma, tell me about I you. Think, I think it's really interesting, like talking about classes and everything. Like, I think also there's a mower. If there's, if you hear loud machine noises. Perfect. I can't hear a thing. Um, <laughs> uh, Aline can like, I like justify this in school. Like I cared about school, but I wasn't really worried about my grades. But after graduating, like I've had recurring dreams about failing classes which is like bizarre. Like I have this reoccurring dream that I fail Bob's dialects class, which was an easy A in itself. And I think it's just like that pressure of not having a routine that was really stressing me out. And that was like the first three months after graduation, I kept having these stress nightmares. And then finally, once I finally was like, able to get this routine in my life of like going to a job, waking up, going on a walk and like getting like, you know, doing this, a yoga class on this day and then doing like groundlings on Tuesdays. Like I finally was able to have like a peace of mind. Like I never knew how much like the routine of just going to a class actually made my life (laughs) seem less stressful even though in those moments I felt like a hot mess no totally yeah and I never never would have expected that especially from myself not saying I wasn't a good student because I really cared about like acting classes well and also getting grades too like there's no one in life to validate you and say like congrats you're you're on the right path you're doing everything right like you just literally have to do it all for yourself which when you've been in the collegiate program and then school before that it's like I have to grade myself no one's gonna do this for me like there's no pass or fail and even when you take an acting class it's like they they're just like okay great 
thanks for being here. Like some like move you up in tears or whatever, but we all know it's like, that's kind of a marketing ploy, but it's like, you just have to grade yourself. It's crazy. Like how much it sounds silly, like that we're in control of our own lives. And I've always been a super independent person and I, and I've always felt that, but never to the certain degree of like literally not being in a college environment or not being in an educational environment, like having a job that you have to go to every single day. And like, it's just so bizarre to me. Like I, I never would have expected it to feel like this, but I also still feel like a teenager at the same time. Yeah. Have you, have you guys heard that reel that's going around Instagram that it's like, you know, it's so bizarre about being an adult. You're just unsupervised all the time. I think about that all the time. Literally it's crazy. It's crazy, but I've, I've enjoyed it. And acting wise, I think I've been shocked about like how many creatives obviously are in LA, like every single person that I've talked to, even getting a spray tan is somehow connected to the industry and has given me like I've met some you know decent sized actors while (laughs) giving them a spray tan and it's crazy how kind and nice people have been and no gaslighting so far and honestly they've just been able to give me advice and been like yeah you're doing the thing like you need to give yourself a pat on the back like it's scary moving to a new city and all these things and you should just be proud of yourself. And it's nice to hear that from even someone I, you know, just met. Yeah, I've been, I don't know what happened, but I've been very lucky. And it's, my parents are like, are you sure you're doing okay? And I'm like, yeah, like it's going really well. So amazing. Thank God. No, I love it. 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 What, um, what would you guys like to see happen in your life because I'd like to check in with everyone in like the next six to eight months again because this is really fun for me to just voyeur your lives uh what would you guys like to see in the coming months obviously you graduated college in COVID you all moved to prospective acting cities in COVID so it doesn't look like COVID's going away so as we continue to live in year three (laughs) (laughs) Um, what would you guys like to, to accomplish or what do you see happening or what would do you wish for in the next six months? Oh, that is such a good question. (laughs) It's crazy to think about like how COVID has shaped all of our decisions graduating, even our senior year affected all of those decisions. Um, Bear with me. Aline, if you have any. I mean, the thing is I have, we've been taking the, I've been taking your goal class with the Patreon. Yes. She's an active member of the Patreon. I'm an active Patreon member so hard. I love being a Patreon member. Subtle Um, plug. Thanks girl. No, I'm actually being serious though. Like last night I was like doing the audition tracker. I look at it every week. It's everything. That is really helpful. It's everything to me. Yeah. Yes, I love it. And that's how I knew about the casting director. If I wasn't tracking my auditions and staying on top of it, I would never even known. And that is a success. And I think for me, as much as the truth is like, I'd love to book something, obviously, you, me, everyone else. But I think for me, it's continuing to like, find those subtle successes being 
that working actor, not just being like, I booked something. So now I'm an actor, you know, like living the daily actor life, like streamlining that audition process, still finding successes in the small wins, which are still suitable wins, still things to celebrate over. I think that's just what I want to continue doing. And I'd love to come on next time and be like, yeah, I booked this thing. I'm so pumped. But you know what? I hope I also come on next time. And even if I haven't, even if I've been working at Lululemon, just auditioning, I hope I still can feel this way about myself and still feel like a working actor, you know? Yeah. No, I would sincerely hope that you still feel as victorious in the ways you are right now. That is like my biggest dream for everyone. And Lean's like the queen of hard work. So it's, <laughs> you are. I must stop. I love you. <laughs> um, let's see. I think honestly, mine's a little similar to that. Something that's like weird. I feel like it's easier to say in the Midwest, be like, yeah, I'm an actor. And then you come out here and everyone's like, I just, I'm a, like doing a premiere for my HBO show. What do you do? And I'm like, yeah, I'm an actor too. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, like I've just done a few like short films and things like that. But it's like, I'm also like doing auditions every week and all those things. And sometimes it's like hard to get those words out of my mouth with confidence. So I think that's a big thing for me. And I think starting to write like weekly goals and actually accomplishing the weekly goals, because I like to shoot really big. I think it's nice to set smaller goals and be able to obtain them um, would be something really good for myself. And then continuing establishing like relationships with casting directors that I've seen and celebrating like callbacks, the little small things like Aline said, I think are just like really big successes. And I really wanna start getting into writing more because I love that so much. And I always have, even as like a little kid. So maybe like finding a writing group in LA, something like that. I really want to get involved with that. And I know I can do that within like five to six months and I need to do it because I know it'll make my heart so happy. Yeah. And now you've said it to a large listenership. So they are going to be checking in. So now you now you know, you gotta, those are all things I love. I love so much that you all just said something that you have in control of yourselves. That's like, sure, I'd love a booking, but what I really want to do is still feel victorious when I keep getting called in for auditions, or I want to join a writer's group. That's not, no one else has control of that, but you, you have complete control to do all of those victories for yourself. And I just, oh, I'm so proud of you guys for being so much further ahead than I was. This makes me so happy. Oh, it was, it's so fun to have these conversations because it's really puts in perspective the long game and how we're all just doing just like a millimeter of work at a time. So I just want to thank you guys for being so honest because you guys and our other group, they, everyone was just so like, you know, I'm working here right now and this is what I'm doing and I'm getting to where I want to go. And my actor box is checked or my creativity box is checked. And it's just really nice to see the different perspectives and the different way it can go. Um, is there anything else you guys want to add before we sign out for this, uh, the end of 2021? Well, I just think I want to say, like, I mean, the reason we feel so comfortable and safe, just like being so honest is because you create that space. So thanks for like it's keeping so in touch true. with us and like caring about us. And when I DM you on Instagram responding, it's nice to have a relationship with someone who like is genuine and is not a gatekeeper. It's really refreshing. So thanks. Thank you. It's yeah, it's very true. And 
I think we are so far, far, quote unquote, far along because you have given us so much advice and like yes. all these things. I mean, I would not know probably at least 75% of them if it wasn't for your podcast and everything you offer on Instagram. Like, honestly, I yes. would be very confused. So <laughs> the full body shot, the full body shot with the slate. <laughs> It's like my favorite thing in the world would never know that if I didn't know you. I'm in a workshop right now and they were talking about it and they were, they referenced you. So literally it's actually incredible. Cool information for me. Talk about you. (laughs) Listen, every actress's dream, like, hello, continue talking. Yeah. Thank you so much. I think, you know, going into next year, I'm going to start doing more with the working actor workshop alumni and anybody who's taken it and anybody who's going to take it. And I'm, you know, I'm really excited to see what kind of happiness levels we can reframe to, to really build the long game of this job. So thanks for being on board, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I'll attach all of everyone's information in the show notes. If you guys want to get a hold and or follow any of these actors from the call today and Guys, I will talk to you very soon.